This is your announcer, Chuck Landington, welcoming you to the Metal Injection Livecast. Kid Rock released a controversial new song this week. And word on the street is that Rob actually likes it. I don't know if you think you're back in college or something, Rob, but I have news for you. It's 2021 and not 1999. And if you put my wife on your website as the babe of the day, I will sue your ass. Watch your step, bro. The Metal Injection live cast starts now. Well, Chuck, it is 2021, so there is no more babe of the day on the website. Looks like you oh. have to update your cash. <laughs> but Rob, do you have a uh, a babe of the, like a like a metal robots website? Because his wife is very clearly mechanical as he is. He might have remarried. I don't know. I don't keep up uh, with Chuck's life. It's been a while. Oh. He had a very lovely, a lovely, uh, lovely robot wife named Chelsea. That's a right. While back. Respect her, Rob. It could be like a dog where, you know, they die every after a few years. You don't know. We don't know. She likes calling his wife a dog, a robot dog. Like fucked up. She's a very comely woman. She looked like oh, uh, no. a, what? a comely woman. She looked like uh, a Rosie from the Jetsons. <laughs> Matronly, but not unattractive. Oh, man. You guys are just shitting all over Chuck's wife. No. Maybe I'm she's not. into that. Comely is a, a very uh, comp- matronly, though. Is she, not. She's big into brass against. Do <laughs> you have something against mothers, Sid? Yes. Oh, all right. Fair enough. Pretty <laughs> word. Hey, you, you you stuck to your guns. I got to respect you. that. Thank you. It's the Metal Injection live cast. Welcome. Thank you. We're glad to have you. It's Rob here with Sid in 3D. Hi there. And uh, let's get into it. Chuck Bland mentioned at the top of the show. Uh, Kid Rock put out a new song earlier this week or this past weekend, I should say. And uh, it's pretty amazing uh you know it's kind of funny because it's uh our upcoming patreon episode or live cast hall of fame episode uh one of the top topics we discuss discuss is the 9-11 tribute song and we talk about all of these you know overly patriotic songs and how that's kind of what inspired this and i love that kid rock is basically going back to what works <laughs> he's he, it's it's like old school kid rock with some new school buzzwords. That's what I was going to say. Like, I don't, if it's the kid rock sound for sure. 100%. It's the old kid rock. Cause I feel like, you know, he came up in the new metal rap rock kind of world mm-hmm. and established himself and kind of pivoted to country a little bit and did I, oh, okay. that stuff with I'm- Cheryl Crow. Oh, okay. I'm not entirely up on the Kid Rock oeuvre. Uh, <laughs> well, so I'm telling you, I'm telling you, he, he he became more of a country guy and he put out a few country albums. He followed the money. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and then obviously with the uh, Trump in office, he became a political guy. Did the politics ever seep into his lyrics before or is this a new thing? I think this is the first time. Uh, but such I, as it I is, also, I mean, I don't know that I would say that yeah. these lyrics are particularly political. It's more like culture war bullshit. Yeah. Uh, and then he, and then you know, he's been he's been out of the seed for a while, and now he's back, baby. It's a kid rock. Can't we wait. Love. Can't so wait to dive into this. Do you I think wanna, this was like he felt like Aaron Lewis threw down the gauntlet, and he was like, "All right, Junior, 
let let the let the professional have a crack at this. I, I don't know, want man. to uh, play the video, all right? Uh, because I don't want to. I don't want us to get tagged by fucking Kid Rock. I have a question because mm-hmm. I would say, with unequivocally, Aaron Lewis is a better musician. Forget all the other shit. You know the trappings of his republicanism. I don't have any doubt in my mind where Aaron Lewis is a better musician than Kid Rock. Kid Rock's just bad. I don't know. Like, is there, but is Aaron Lewis good? I don't like musician in what way? Like, he has a better singing voice? Of these two choices. Oh, I think he, Aaron Lewis cranked out like catchy songs. And every kid song just is, every Kid Rock song is just a Kid Rock song. Like, there's nothing. I, look, if I, it. if someone put a gun this to is- my head and was like, the only way you can live. <laughs> is if you see either an Aaron Lewis concert or a Kid Rock concert and you have to choose, uh, I guess I would ask them to pull the trigger. But if I don't want them to pull Liar. the trigger, you love no, I would ask them to pull the trigger. Uh, I would pick Kid Rock. I, I disagree with but you. But that's Darren. not musicianship. That's just how fun his live show is. That's not what Darren's Yeah, okay. About. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Kid Rock. But you're going to get I, I, coughed on by like, like a million unvaccinated people. That's either one. The either one. Yeah, like what? I guess Aaron Lewis has a dumb uh, yeah song like this too. I'm not the tell me I'm not the only one or whatever. We we, yeah. we played it a few weeks ago. Yeah, that's why it's I just said acoustic like whininess. That's yeah. why I said take out all the lyrical uh, trappings yeah. and everything. But okay, so just as a song, like if we compare uh, Aaron Lewis's song and this Kid Rock song we're, we're about to play featuring Monster Truck, I. Monster Truck is a musician. He's a Canadian country star. Outlaw country. Oh, I thought Monster Truck was a band this whole time. Uh, I th- I thought it was just that one guy. Maybe guy it's singing. like a Nine Inch Nails thing, where he's just the band. <laughs> yeah, I'll look it up. Well, let's let's play a few. So I want to play this in like thirty second chunks. So hopefully we don't get the copyright going. And like the video, you basically know what the video is. It's him posturing uh-huh. and and everything. It's it's not. A cinematic master. Can you hear it? I hear like a conference room of people. Yeah, yeah. It's just. I'm expecting Gatan Dugas lady to step to the mic. What is? (laughs) Sounds like we're like at a town hall. The scene is Kid Rock staring at a bunch of analog television screens, like old CRTs. Okay. uh, And it's all the news uh, talking about Kid Rock. And then the music stops. Fuck all you hoes! Yeah! Detroit till I die, motherfucker! So, like, who... I don't understand that. Like, who is saying he's not Detroit till he dies? Did somebody... I don't know. Somebody, I don't think... I think he's just saying that as, like, a thing to fill time. I don't think that's, like, a response to anything. He's okay. just culturally appropriating, Rob. Yeah. The riff is good here. Talking all that bullshit. I like it. I feel like I've heard it before. Yeah, it's like it's like microwave, uh, microwaved Leonard Skinner. (laughs) Rob, I have an actual request. Instead of playing any more of the actual song, can you just recite the lyrics artistically? I think that because the focus should be on the lyrics and I want to hear them like spoken word style from from you. 
Okay. And that way we don't get a copyright strike. I think we've already got just from those two seconds, we've got a feel for what the musicianship of that song sounds yeah, like. It is that's like basically the whole other song. Kid you basically song. heard the whole song. I the agree. rest of the song is cowboy, baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, sure. Yeah, I could read it. My voice is a little shot today, so you have to you have to pardon me. I'm dealing with the that's just going to make it even better. Okay, I'll start from the top. Thank Fuck you. all you hoes. Detroit till I die, motherfucker. Talking all that bullshit. Ain't nobody going to tell me how to live. Uh, okay, and then he starts rapping. I'm a moonshine sipper straight slipping into darkness. Far from harmless. I'm more like the sharpest. Tool in the shed. No, I never been the smartest. Well, make no mistake. I hit the fucking hardest. He had a perfect opportunity to do an Al Sharpton reference there, and he just missed it. Completely missed it. You know, it was sharpest. <laughs> mm. Far from harmless. Maybe it's coming in far the second from, verse. Maybe he's like, far from harmless, harmless, I'm no Al Sharpton. Yeah, I'd like that. <laughs> okay. Tool in the shed. Uh, no, I've never been the smartest. Well, make no mistake, I hit the fucking hardest. Devil without a cause. You heard me screaming. And 20 years later, bitch, I still fucking mean it. So is well, that a, you, is that a Kid have, Rock lyric? Sorry. Yeah. Uh, that was, his, wasn't his that like an album, album title? Yeah. His breakout album was Devil Without a Cause. That was so he couldn't even off. he couldn't even fill a whole song without like filler. He had to go yeah. back to one of his old. It's like that hip hop thing of like referencing your old uh, monikers. Uh, and okay. also he's saying 20 years later, he still doesn't have a cause. So then what's the song about? <laughs> And also that right, and that's inaccurate because he he Oops. championed lots of causes. Yeah, he championed uh, you know anti-COVID restrictions, whip them out Wednesdays, <laughs> big proponent. Anything Trump, all the Trump stuff. Sure. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now holiday, not saying happy holidays. Big yeah. What was that thing we saw him in? He was in. It was like uh, liberals and conservatives should get along, and they did some kind of skit. Where uh, he was with some other celebrity, and they meet. It was a Sean Penn. Oh Sean God! Penn and Kid Rock meet in a bar. Sounds like a when joke. When was this? Set up. I don't know. I don't five remember. to five to ten years ago. Look Jesus. it up. Look it up as I continue this lyrical masterpiece. Uh, motherfucker, you ain't ever wait. Motherfucker, you ain't never met a motherfucker like this. Kiss my ass, and you can suck a dick sideways. My way or the highway. Listen up. Ain't nothing changed here. I still don't give a fuck. So what the fuck's up with all the backlash? You snowflakes. Here's a news flash. Ain't nobody gonna tell me how to live. And then, you know, so uh, just to. Uh, ain't nothing changed here. I still don't give a fuck. So what the fuck is up with all the backlash? You snowflake. Here's a news flash. Uh, what back? Like what? <laughs> what are you talking about? And who's telling you how to live? Cancel <laughs> culture. The woke mob. Years ago, we all thought it was a joke. See that every kid got a motherfucking trophy. Oh, <laughs> which I'm so over that. I, I, like that's that's such a dated criticism of society well who's, my biggest who can problem even afford what what education system can even afford trophies they could barely afford pencils well, it's like these soccer getting trophies and stuff 
Did those five, six, seven-year-old kids just decide to get participation trophies? It was their fucking parents. Like, it's your generation, stupid. Like, you came up with the fucking... Get mad at yourself, dickhead. You you foisted them on these kids. Here we go. But yo, homie, here's a... I'm sorry. But yo, can you imagine a fucking 55-year-old white man writing but yo homie and be like yeah yeah this is if this. it's eminem kind of like i could see it. this is like i, a, I don't like know if eminem boy. would say homie i mean i can see him you know appropriating like black culture words though because he's like from authentically from that, he's detroit you know, till he dies motherfucker kid rocks a fucking like a prep school dried turd why is he, <laughs> is he like hey, grew up rich. that's what i love hey homie uh, but yo homie. i say homie <laughs> Keep <laughs> me on the back nine. <laughs> but yo, homie, here's a situation. A nation of pussies is our next generation. Oh, the next one he's talking about. Mm-hmm. What's after the Zillennials? Well, no, no, no. That's well, here's here's where he's just all over the place. All right. Uh mm-hmm. uh a nation of pussies is our next generation, and these minions mm-hmm. and their agendas. Every opinion has a millennial offended. Kid Rock, do you realize that millennials are literally your fan base? Like, also, he's the one that sounds offended right now. Yeah, you're the one offended. You're the <laughs> one saying, "Don't tell me how to live," and "Don't tell me about your agendas." <laughs> he spontaneously wrote a song to complain about millions of people. Yeah, so he's a whiner. I, he's complaining. I think he's yeah. calling the millennials a nation of pussies, which just shows he doesn't even understand what the fuck a millennial is. The youngest millennials are basically 30. Now. Yeah. You know, millennial got, Z. got stuck in a vortex where I think forever and ever and ever now millennial is going to be whatever the current 20 year olds are. They're yeah. going to be millennials and yeah, just be weird. completely be used wrong. Uh, okay. But this amendment one it rings true and if it don't descend bitch then see number two what yeah kid rock's going to shoot you is what yeah. he's saying if you don't if, let him have his free speech he'll shoot you if you tell him how to oh live. oh yeah. see number two the second amendment i thought or he's like sh- shitting his hand yeah. Him, you know? <laughs> yeah that's what i was <laughs> one or the other <laughs> okay and and if it don't descend bitch then see number two Ain't nothing new. Right church, wrong pew. Pew, 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 pew. (laughs) Ain't nothing new. Right church, wrong pew. Pew, pew, pew. (laughs) Get a clue or prove your fake news and views. Prove your fake news and views, Kid Rock. Can Mm. all kid? Wait, let let me. And if it don't descend, bitch, then C number two ain't nothing new. Right church, wrong pew. Get a clue or prove your fake news and views can all kick the bottom of my motherfucking shoe. I'm the last of a few screaming. Fuck you. Ain't nobody gonna tell me how to live. <laughs> Motherfucker spitting. All right, there's a few. There, there's one more, one more verse. Oh, oh are there, you serious? A, that wasn't the whole song. <laughs> I feel like there's a bridge. For Seventeen minutes. There's a bridge too. 
I'm gonna Can he jump like off of it? Eagle. My wings will carry me away. I've got the heart of a lion and I get stronger every day. Monster Truck was a great choice for this because Monster Truck is like faux classic rock made today. Mm-hmm. And it's like got the most. It's inane. like bootleg David Allen Covis. <laughs> oh my God. It's, I'd say it's like. It's like a less of less edgy uh, five finger death punch, and also like updated Leonard Skinner, but not as nowhere near as talented as Leonard yeah. Skinner. Yeah, everyone but thinks they're, the they're Leonard Skinner or whatever. Yeah, I'm not into it. Uh, all right, so here we go. I'd never even heard of them until 15 minutes ago. So it's like the and and they're Canadian. Like they're doing yeah. like this USA. Or they, is it one guy or is it? I don't even know. I always thought it was a band. Yeah, let me look it up. Did he used to be a Nickelback? It's kind of Nickelbacky. More, it's more towards like harder rock, I would say. But yeah. Oh, it is a band. Monster Trick is a band. So Kid Rock doesn't even have his own band now. He has to farm out Canadian bands. That's embarrassing. You wait. You never tell me shit. You never flip my script because I'm more outrageous than the Vegas Strip. You're like Mayberry, bitch. I'm hard and crisp, high risk hillbilly, but I'm filthy rich. Uh-huh. I don't like. How could you be a hillbilly and filthy rich? Because he's white trash. Okay, that's fair. So by, you like by? Do you like the Beverly Hillbillies? Another seventy-year-old uh, yeah. TV show, just like the the Andy Griffith show that he referenced yeah. in the previous line. High right. risk hillbilly, but I'm <laughs> filthy rich. You're like Millie Vanilli, kind of silly and shit. I'm like shotgun Willie smoking fillies and shit. I'm like Reverend Run or David Lee Roth, like Springsteen, bitch. I'm the motherfucking boss. Or you're just really old. (laughs) I'm more like Brad Pitt. You wish a little less pretty, but I slick more dick. Okay. Okay. I get Uh it. At least he admits he's less pretty than Brad Pitt, which I like that there's like even even another kind old of like a person backhanded comp yeah all the references here are at least 30 years old i twang more riffs i slide <laughs> through grass i rip more lines than a 10 pound bass so that's ain't, a weed and cocaine <laughs> reference ain't nobody stay updated like me i'm watching that matlock on me tv yo. <laughs> <laughs> pass the mic i'm like slow gin fizz ain't and ain't nobody, ain't nobody, ain't nobody gonna tell me how to live. <laughs> Is that the song? I, that's it? That's it. I love that both uh, Aaron Lewis's la- l- recent patriotic song and the Kid Rock patriotic song reference Sp- Springsteen, but the Aaron Lewis song talks about how he can't listen to spring he has yeah, to turn all Springsteen out. songs meanwhile uh kid rock here who who i would say mostly politically agrees there lewis is is comparing himself favorably but only because he's the boss just because of the nickname nothing else mm. there's okay. no more depth to it it's just a reference to throw in yeah, my favorite thing about the segment we just did is now we have a recording of rob saying all that stuff <laughs> that will ah. live forever that's 11 drops. <laughs> so what did I say that was so embarrassing? Like Millie Vanilli and shit? Homie. <laughs> Colts, you said the word homie. I did say homie. 
Oh, man. Calling, calling all of our listeners a generation of pussies. I can't believe you did that, Rob. <laughs> all of our millennial listeners. <laughs> Listen, Sid. Ain't nobody gonna tell me how to live. Yeah, take it away, monster truck. <laughs> Ain't nobody gonna tell me how to live. Hey, don't step to me, because I'm insane. Just like the guy with the sled in Citizen Kane. That's a relevant <laughs> reference, <right? laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> but you like this song, Rob. This is what you told me during the week, that you actually uh, look, like this song. Here's what I like. I think these fucking lyrics are stupid. Mm-hmm. Uh, but structurally, I really like the hook. I really like the, hey, nobody gonna hang me. And the riff is fun. I'm going to argue that you may be experiencing some nostalgia to a time in your life when you were early teen and this was on the radio and you have some bond to Kid Rock. Absolutely a part of it. Absolutely. It reminds me of when I liked Kid Rock for sure. Mm -hmm. I I don't say that disparage at your mom. Like she'd tell you to be home at a certain hour and you just say, you ain't you going to tell me how to live. Ain't mom. nobody going to tell me how to live. Robert, why are you singing? Get home. <laughs> <laughs> mom, if you mess with me, it's all over. Going to mess you up like Ala Pugachova. <laughs> oh, no. Ain't nobody. See, I got to include a reference for my mom so, right. so, so, so that she understands that nobody's going to tell me how to live. That reference may be on the Kid Rock album. It is 30 yeah. years old. From, away from might, being relevant. Him and Ala Pugachova might have a collab. By the way, folks, for our newer listeners, Ala Pugachova is like a very famous Russian pop singer. She's like a Mariah Carey-esque. Uh, Older than Mariah, singer. though. Or a Mariah Carey in like stature. She doesn't sound like Mariah Carey. No, right, right. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's she it's her it's her own little pop. <laughs> oh Allah. Alachka. Praise to her. <laughs> Praise Allah. <Yeah. laughs> nice. Well, another thing I want to praise is the brand new album from Converge. Mm-hmm. Yes, there's a new Converge album, and it's something different. Blood Moon One is the new collaborative album created by the legendary hardcore band alongside dark songstress Chelsea Wolf, her bandmate and writing partner Ben Chisholm, and cave and vocalist and guitarist Stephen Brodsky. You know, I was listening to this album and it's like, it's a Converge album, but it's not quite a Converge album. It's like Converge Plus. Uh, but either way, it's very interesting. I highly recommend you check it out. Converge Blood Moon 1 is available now. Stream it, download it, do with it what you must. Check it out. Rob, I wanted to ask you, uh, which Blood Moon was that? I didn't quite catch uh, Yeah. Blood Moon 1. Oh. Say goodbye. <laughs> Hate to see it. Walked right into that, homie. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You got to re- reset now after all that singing. Mm. <laughs> well, I, I, well, while we're talking about albums, did you guys see that for some reason this is a big controversy? Well, I guess anything would be just because people need something to write about, including metal injection. But <coughs> uh, Adele announced 
or Adele got Spotify to disable the shuffle button on her album. And I'm not sure if it's all albums as well. I think I heard that it was all, but I cannot confirm this personally. All of hers or all albums? I think all, all, but I'm not sure. Let's see. No, that's weird. I don't know. I can see why an artist would choose that, but maybe other artists shouldn't, you know, have oh, to yeah. be on board. No, it. it is on. I it, never it understood not... why they let you shuffle an album to begin with. Like the whole point of an album is that the artist put the songs in this order and that's how they want you to hear. You, why you, would you wait? No, you can still shuffle out. Oh, let me see if it's just, I think there's something to that, but I think once there's the, I think I'm 50, 50 on this issue. I think once I buy the fucking thing, I can listen to it standing on my head. Like, I don't think it should matter. You know what I mean? Who <laughs> yeah. the fuck oh. cares? Who are you to say how I experience art? If I want to play it that way, let me play it that way. But when we, when you say, when, when you buy an album, mm-hmm. like what, on Spotify, you're not really buying the album. You're paying mm-hmm. for Spotify access, but like, I fine if you perch if you went to a store or you went to amazon.com, whatever, and you purchased this specific album, paid specific money for this specific album. I agree. Yes. Do what you will with it, but you probably have the files on your hard drive at that point. You could rearrange them yourself. But if you're just using a streaming service like Spotify and you didn't pay for this specific album, I think it should be locked into the order that it's predetermined. Well, just to think be- is what kind of, I, I agree with you, Darren, uh, ultimately, like it's you, if you buy it, you know, you should be able to do that what you want. But what kind of psycho shuffles an album? You got to listen. For it. It's like it's like putting on a movie and going to ch- chapter five and then going to chapter one, and then going to chapter 10. Uh, it's not ch- quite like it's not that the same thing. It's some, the same. Some albums for some albums, I would say it's the same. Like they tell a linear story, mm. like maybe, you know, Tommy, the who, you know what I mean? Something like that. But sure, there, the other world. albums are just a bunch of a collection of songs and they can be arranged in a certain way that the artist thinks this is the way I want them presented. But is it that big of a deal? Yes, it's a collection of songs, but it's not like they just shout out the song or or, or listen to the songs in the order. They finish them. Sequencing is an art form. They, they sat there and thought about how they wanted the listener to experience the album. Like in my opinion, I feel uh, that, Track number two should always be the strongest song on the album. Mm. You should start pretty pretty strong, and then track two is when you really get punched in the gut. But if you're on shuffle, you go to track ten, you don't get that gut punch. Well, you, you just that gut punch. You just brought up a perfect example, a counterexample that I would present to you as devil's advocate. What if I purchase an album, and there they chose their song that they feel should be number two? And it doesn't punch me in the gut. And track seven punches me in the gut. What if I want to listen to you are open to make seven? You are open to make your your own playlists, your own remixes. I I am not opposed to that. I have artist collections that I enjoy where it's just like, oh, I want to put together every song I like from this artist. And I don't Mm -hmm. sequence it. Sometimes I shuffle it. Sometimes I don't. You just said what kind of a monster shuffles. Yeah. Darren, but I'm not listening to the album. I'm listening your to example is albums. is different from putting an album on shuffle though your mm-hmm. example is you're curating the order right. yeah shuffle is just fucking chaos yeah right right and the track I, you like could be even further back than track seven but i brought that up to just to illustrate a point which is that the artist's order in which they are presenting the um the music may not be 
my optimal mm -hmm. uh, vehicle for listening to it. So just following that to the logical conclusion, maybe there's someone out there, it's not me, who really enjoys not knowing what track is going to come next. Yeah, that's and they, fair. And they process the, the art in that way. What's wrong? They with should them? be Why shot and killed immediately. Yeah. Boy, Maybe Bob, there could be like a setting that the first time you play an album, you can't shuffle it, but every subsequent time you're allowed to like it you unlocks. Have to, you have to give it a chance the way yeah. they intended. Yeah. I don't know. I'm paying money for this fucking thing. Like, I don't I don't think I've ever used shuffle in any any medium. On an album, I just, no. I'm just a shuffle libertarian. I feel people's Teach although I may own. not I may not shuffle, but I defend your to the death your right to shuffle. <laughs> Some people the every day they're shuffling. <laughs> every day I'm shuffling. I'll yeah. shuffle like all the songs in my library on my phone, but I don't I don't consider that the same. That's just putting on random songs. How many Adele songs are Adele songs? Mm, I don't know if I. No, and she, she I, I like Adele. Adele has she, some jams. She broke his iPod that he still uses. Rumor has it. Rumor, rumor has it. You know that you one. Want to recite some Adele lyrics now to cleanse the palate <laughs> from the Kid Rock. Yeah, we will Ain't fully get sued if we. Nobody gonna <laughs> shuffle that off the show. This is <laughs> the first time I've ever wanted a copyright strike. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Uh, Rob Bagalayos says Adele is the reason indie labels have to wait for vinyl orders. Mm. Well, she's not the only reason, but uh, certainly one of the reasons. She's Explain. just a real all-around jerk, isn't she? Well, I believe there's only two or three vinyl production plants in the world mm. uh, because vinyl only recently had uh, a big resurgence. It's been a few years now, though, but uh, it's been very hard to keep up with the print demand because now everyone's printing vinyl and mm -hmm. there's a limited amount of factories a so limited amount of material factories like it seems like there's a market inefficiency here mm -hmm. you're right it's expensive How hard to a vinyl factory to make vinyl like like the places that are pressing cds can't just yeah open right up a room <laughs> like what the fuck are they doing now they're like just waiting for orders so <laughs> right. well, if you think about it, vinyl vinyl is like five or six times as big as a cd so yeah but my point is like more wherever you wherever you make your product whatever your product is why can't you just put a room in the back with the fucking uh pressing and i understand it has to be bigger than a room but like you, can, you can't find a garage somewhere and just start pressing vinyl clearly they can't like that you think they haven't thought of this you think they don't want to you said there's three plants yeah that's like crazy it, yes it, so in this all this time you know they haven't opened one more like why aren't no. there four plants you're right there's all why? these major record labels can they not just open one for themselves and just do it themselves no why are they at somebody else's like mercy that's crazy so yeah so essentially priority goes to bigger labels because i'm assuming they probably pay more per year oh i'm sure and it's a bigger and, order it's just yeah exactly and there's so there's a big backlog for example uh like you know adele's album comes out on vinyl on time there's a monsters inc soundtrack that's going to be coming out on vinyl which is ridiculous that that's getting priority but Converge Blood Moon, which came out this past Friday, uh, that vinyl isn't being released until June. That's how backlogged it is. June of 22? Mm. So Correct. Like half so a year like, from now? Like well, seven months from now. 
before I get upset, like, can you tell, hit me with the track list for this Monsters Inc. album? I want to like it might be worth it. <laughs> I don't know who's on that. Kid Rock, a great soundtrack. It's kid, yeah, it's Kid Rock on it. It's just yeah. It's, it's By the way, kid you Rock. said Monsters Inc. He did mention Minions in that song. So that's maybe right, the, he did. Maybe there's a tie-in. Monsters Inc. That's <laughs> different. Different corporations. Oh. Oh, all the tracks are by Randy Newman. Gross. You don't like Randy Newman? What? What's wrong with Randy Newman? Mm. He's like I an mean, American uh, treasure, isn't he? He's not my favorite artist in the world, but I, don't, I wouldn't react to gross. I'm just he's curious. Boring. He's Randy Newman. He's he no, has he's his, no little, doubt. his little niche. I love uh, L.A. You don't like that song? You? I mean, yeah, right? Rob loves L.A. too. You'd think that he would love that song. That's such a cool song. Like I can't listen to that song and not yeah, picture LA. You know? It's not bad. Really evokes the all the Toy zeitgeist. Story songs. Oh yeah, right. You got a friend in me. Yeah, I guess that's a good song. All right. You got a friend in me is from Toy Story, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's cool. Is he all alive, right. Randy Newman? I think so. Is he, is he sick? I think when <laughs> I think when Rob said gross, he. Uh, uh, he, I doubt Rob will admit this, but I think he initially thought he meant Randy Quaid nah. or just no. somebody other than Randy Newman. And then no. we reminded him who Randy Newman actually was. No, Alfred E. Newman. <laughs> Randy. I know exactly. I know exactly who I was talking to. Randy That's Savage. Me. Paul Newman. Randy Savage. <laughs> Newman from Seinfeld. Is that, did you think is, we were talking about no. Wayne Knight? Paul Newman is indeed a treasure. <laughs> With his charity, or, uh, he is charity dead though. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, Darren, you mentioned this public service uh, film from mm-hmm. Kid Rock and Sean Penn. Yeah, I put it in the chat. Yeah, I got it. I got it queued up. Let's watch a few minutes of it before we <laughs> before we move on. When is this, this from? Two thousand twelve or eleven, something okay. like that. Here we go. I see it. Pretty sure we played this like 10 years ago on this show. I don't remember this. The city of Detroit. I said I would. And, uh, and it's then he, Romney uh, talking. And then I turned to him and I said, by the way, uh, given the fact I'm willing to do those things, would you come here and perform a concert tonight for my friends? And, and he said, oh, it's he like would. a narrative? So oh, yeah. Yeah. Vodka rocks, hold the rocks. So I'm happy to introduce a, a set of Detroit. You mind changing the channel a bit? Neanderthal. Everywhere I go, Kid Rock. <laughs> Just got more Neanderthal. Yeah, exactly right. Also, I feel so bad. So there's it's Sean Penn at a bar. There's a female bartender, and she like looked so creeped out when he walked up. And like this poor woman, obviously Kid Rock is about to also walk up. Mm-hmm. And it's just her probably standing there thinking, which one of these guys is more likely to rape me? Oh. It's both of them, but which one more? Said so I gotta say, I thought you were, where you were going with that is that you were gonna say which one of these two is Kid Rock? <laughs> the Williams. They do kind of look alike. <laughs> oh my god! So Sean Penn is just he, uh, now Kid Rock's now in the bar and on the TV. Well, no, they changed the channel on the TV to Ellen dancing with Barack Obama. Oh, I missed that. So now Kid Rock's mad that Obama. Destiny's Child is playing. Oh my goodness! Yeah. 
Open change, huh? And then they cut to Ellen sitting next to George W. Bush, and they both like, yeah, that's more (laughs) like it. See, we can't find common ground in the war criminal. (laughs) Four years later, and working folks are just hoping to have a little change left over. After your boy here, oh, bummer, gets done taxing him to death and redistributing the wealth. Was it said tell a lie a thousand times becomes the truth? I don't know about that, but it was Ricky Bobby who said, if you ain't first, you're the last. <laughs> <laughs> Did you write that yourself or Halliburton just printed on the back of your pay stub? This is. Do you even work anymore? Do you have every line is cringier than the Occupy last. Malibu thing keep you busy. Is that from the <laughs> Testament or from your rewrite? You know what? Ooh. Fucking suck it, commie. Got him. Commie. At least I'm not a seal clubbing, Confederate flag waving, oil horn, Chick fil A eating, waterboarding, NASCAR, Cayman Island bank account having, endangered species hunting, warmongering, <sighs> redneck, toothless, Wall Street. Troglodyte. Okay. Yeah, I guess not. Wait, That's is he a redneck troglodyte or is he a Wall Street banker? Which yeah, pick one. They're both in the same political. <sighs> Obama sucking, so tree hugging, whale saving, gay marriage fantasizing, big government voting, what? peanut chasing, Oprah Winfrey masturbating, flag burning, socialist ACLU whiny ass granola crap. This is supposed to bring us together. Being I guess we together. could all be in, brought together in, yeah. in agreeing this is terrible. Yes. Yes. They do come to an agreement False. at the end of this. Patriot fucking pussy. Excuse me. Pedophile. <laughs> Racist. Racist? Motherfucker, I tore with Ice Cube. I did colors. My son's half black. So's your president. Not for long. Yeah, okay, Chris Rock. As soon as your tin man gets what? behind the curtain November, you can bet one thing that by January, I'm going to You'll be what? An expatriate? Because you have it so bad here, right? Oh, Freedom, my God. Opportunity. Uh. But still, you're a bunch of civil war and douchebags who'd rather fight over whose dick's bigger than exploit this incredible gift. Whose idea would do you think which of those two was it to put a Jamaican woman? I think they were doing casting and they were both in the room and they just made a bet over who would get to have sex with her first. So that's why they picked her. Mm. And hopefully it was neither. No illegal. No green card. Still illegal. So when do they come to the Supreme? We have some breaking Yeah, just go to the Hard to watch. Killed in vicious fighting today. Oh, okay. This is where they- oh, the, over the troops. Oh, is that the it? Troops. They both cry about the troops. Soldiers killed in Afghanistan. I don't remember. Since yeah, it looks like it. Eleven years ago. Because look now. Yeah, then they the scene changes. Oh, there's a second location. Oh yeah. no. They go around. I remember this. They go around like on a on a buddy cop tour or whatever. Uh, wow, this really. <laughs> uh oh. 
All right, we got it. Yeah. Sean, it's hard to believe this is Jeff Spicoli, you know? Welcome to the club. I agree with you. Uh, uh, Just colossal douchebags. Both incredibly self-important. Yeah. Yeah, I saw Sean Penn was in, like, where is he right now? In Afghanistan or something? Could he stay there? What's he doing? Could he get Kid Rock there and they could just both stay there? Drone attack. Oops. <laughs> Sorry. It was, we thought there was some terrorists or something. Finally Sorry. a good one. <laughs> no one would complain. There would need to be no oversight on that one. We'd all be like, okay, that, yeah. We're good with those. Oh, he's on the border of Russia and Ukraine. That's no. what it is. Tra- tragedy stuck struck on the border of ukraine and russia today whose side is he on rob ukraine I- all right does he somehow like does he know putin is he going to talk to putin and make everything cool yeah he's this decade's dennis rodman i believe he's, anti- <laughs> he's anti-putin so he's shooting a documentary about russian aggression in the ukraine mm-hmm. okay that's a real void that we needed. The media just doesn't cover Russia and aggression enough at all. And Sean Penn doesn't crawl up his own ass enough. So if we could somehow <laughs> combine the two, mm, perfect. <laughs> Sean, it's weird. It's Someone, like, oh. Someone's finally calling out the evil of Vladimir Putin. It's very <laughs> Sunday night at eight on ESP on CNN. Oh, maybe it's on ESPN. ESPN. <laughs> <laughs> preempting the Bulls Wizards game. To oh. do, uh, <laughs> oh, no. Sean Penn's Putin coverage. <laughs> Maybe he gets the two sides to play a soccer game to unify them. <laughs> that, sure. that could be the ESPN angle. Oh my god. Yeah, Sean Penn is is uh, an example of someone who I typically agree with politically but mm-hmm. still cannot stand them mm-hmm. in their presentation. Yep. What is it about his presentation that you don't like? It just, I don't know. Like, what the fuck are you doing in Ukraine, man? Get the hell out of there. I just think his politics are just like pro-establishment liberal. You know, like that's not yeah. just because you don't like Trump doesn't mean you have good politics. Like that's it's like one thing I agree with you on. That Trump's that a dick. Adv- like two years ago, he was advocating for something. I'm like, oh, well, it's cool that Trump is at least doing this. I can't remember what it was, though. It shows how important it was, but. No, I mean, he's got some leftist stuff that he, he's into, so. Okay. Good. That's that's all right. But good thing him and Kid Rock can be friends. That's but yes. what was the purpose of, like, why did they release this? What I mean, just to get people well, to like I, I each other? Or? I'm going to uh, take a leap here mm-hmm. and say that the intent of this is to be like, Look, no matter if we're a fucking tree-hugging hippie or a hillbilly hick, we're mm. all Americans, and we all have to respect our troops because they're fighting for right. our freedom to be able to walk into a bar and argue <laughs> with each other and uh-huh. not fear being bombed by some Muslim child that was drone-stricken. <laughs> right, <laughs> I got that, that, but my point is like, w- not so much what was the message of the film but more like what was their action plan like where was this released what were they planning to do with it was it right i see what you're saying what was the intent of this that (laughs) i I do not have an answer for just release it on youtube like what like what was this they saw that brad paisley l cool j video and they're like no we could do better we could do better there's too much there's too much color in this video let's do an all-white version of this (laughs) 
but Sean Except- Penn will still apologize or say something about forgiving him for the chains. Mm-hmm. Except let's introduce a service worker, of course, who is yeah. black. That's, yeah. But that's at least he- she ha- has a bare midriff. <laughs> that's so. the, yes, let's sexualize a service worker <laughs> who is a minority and an immigrant so that we show how uh, thoughtful we are. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Very in touch. nobody gonna tell him how to live. Oh, tell me how to make a public service on now ounce, man. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff. And that's your favorite artist of all time, Rob. Good, good Sean Penn? You. <laughs> no. The waitress. Yeah. What else was she in? <laughs> she was in half page, probably. Pro- no, I don't know. What? Why, yeah, so like why is like this middle America bar just randomly have it like a Trinidadian I don't uh, are we supposed to assume it's a middle America bar? I don't think Sean Penn goes to those. I don't think Kid Rock goes to those either. I think it makes more sense that way. Like that's Kid Rock's turf, and then he walks in maybe shooting a movie there or something. Mm. Uh because first of all, my other clue is that the, the bartender freaks out that Sean Penn is there negatively, like he's a hippie. Sure. Uh, See, I, a, I thought it was just like, this guy's going to try to touch me and it's going to be uncomfortable. Could be that. That's definitely not out of the realm of possibility. But since they, the people making this probably yeah. don't think that about Sean Penn. <laughs> yeah. would, like yeah, in the that real might have just world, been yeah. the actress being uh, accidentally candid. <laughs> yeah, let's just leave that in. Cut, print it. Yeah. Like they told her to be excited that Sean Penn's there and that was the best she could do. That was like after 30 takes. Yeah, well, his hand is on her vagina underneath oh, the bar no. there. That's why. That's the problem. He couldn't help to liberate it. it. They did 101 takes, and like in all of them, he had to touch her vagina. That's the problem. See, they couldn't get a good take. I believe it. Couldn't help himself. Yeah, he's the director. <laughs> well, then. Yes. Yells. Uh. Oh, I forgot to mention at the top of the show that we said we were going to play Thrash It or Trash It. That's right. All right. So say it now. Yeah. We're going to be playing Thrash It or Trash It. Um, I don't seem to have the sound effects on this no. computer. <laughs> but if someone else has it, they could play it. I don't think I have it. Mm. Just say it five thrash times in different it. voices, Rob. Thrash It or Trash It. Trash it or trash it. Trash it or trash it. No, Rob, say it sexily. Thrash it or trash it. There we go. Thrash it or trash it. All right, so the rules are simple. We play some unsigned bands. Oh, my goodness. Pardon me. Pardon my old ladiness. Uh, we play some um, some bands submitted to us on social media. Wait a second. These are, these are all unsigned bands. And Probably. Uh, we, will, we will all go through it. We will get our opinion. Each of our opinions, we will decide if we thrash it, which means we like it, or we trash it, mm-hmm. which means we don't like it. We'll all go through it. You make it sound like Crohn's disease or something. <laughs> <laughs> We're all it's going just through music, it, Rob. 
That's <laughs> actually the name of the first band, Darren. <laughs> Real. <laughs> Make sure my audio is. Uh... Oh, should I share my whole screen then, and then we could like look at the. I don't know if all are these music videos or. Probably. We'll put it up, and if it's not a video, it'll just show the band's uh, info. Yeah. Right. I think four of the five are YouTube links, and then one is a band camp. Oh, so if they're that YouTube links, yeah. they're, probably, yeah. they're probably videos. All right. I'm queuing the first one up right now. And that's good. If they're not videos, though, so you'll see the band's name and the song and everything. Well, the, There's no chance of getting like copyright struck on this, right? I don't think so. If they're small bands, I doubt. I mean, we've we didn't have that issue last time. Okay. They better not be. <laughs> and if one of the songs does get us copyright struck, that that means that the person who submitted it has to buy us something. Oh, I like that idea. Yeah. I want some fan swag. That's right. Send us oh. something. Oh. What? There's a First woman artist. in a, a green leaf, uh, like pasties, and I don't know, she's like an Amazon. So the artist is Blood and Thunder. Mm-hmm. The song is The Deadly One. Okay. Yeah, let it go a little more than a Keys. I think it's doing something a little different. Uh, I like the black metal and the Swedish death metal influence. I like Blood and Thunder. I give it a thrash. Yeah, me too. I like it. Uh, I as soon as I see the keyboard, I'm like, oh, this like elevates my hope for this to be good. Doesn't mean it's a lock, but I think it, metal with keyboards is is like right up my alley. I love this kind of shit. It's bouncy. Uh, immediately thought this was going to be more like pirate metal when it first started, um, which I love. Uh, but it kind of veered off of that once he started singing. Uh, a couple other things to note about this. The drummer is singing, which I am always fascinated by. I don't know mm-hmm. how you can pull that off. Uh, drumming is really fucking hard. Also, the fact that the impact on your body as you're doing that, isn't it like fuck with your vocal cords? Like, why do we not hear him shaking? You know, like he has Parkinson's or something. Like, I feel like that would be... 
So wouldn't that, like, I feel like that would do something to your voice, but it sounds perfectly, well, the vocals kind of killed it a little bit for me, but they, they sound like they're supposed to sound, so I, I give a lot of credit for that. There's a lot of skill here. Uh, vocals suck, I'm um, not going to lie. Vocals are pretty bad. But everything else in the band is good, and I'm not going to to um, kill it because of that. You just work on those vocals or just get rid of the, just get another drummer to fucking sing. I hate that shit. Uh, anyway, I thrash it. All right, so I'm going to start out with the good things. And all the good things to me are visual elements, mostly. Uh, one of the guitarists is wearing a Beavis and Butthead shirt, which is very cool. <laughs> yeah. uh, the drummer is the singer, which is very impressive. And these guys look like the all-stars of the live cast Discord. <laughs> got Jander on drums and vocals. We got yeah. Dallas on keyboards. We got Dudorino playing guitar. It's, it's it's amazing. They just look like our fans. But that is where my enjoyment ends because the actual merits of the song itself, listening, the, the listening experience, I did not enjoy. And the visual is not enough to overcome it. And also, I feel it would be unfair to give them bonus points for the visual because back in the old days, we didn't have the videos to go off of. We just had the songs. So I, I, th- I, I can't. I feel wrong giving extra credit for that. So it's a 49% trash for me. Mm. Mm, so close. There's one other one I think I wanted to mention is that uh, Blood and Thunder, that's a Mastodon song. Oh, really? Yeah, so maybe they're like Mastodon fans. Well, I, I, I assume so. And I just played the Mastodon song on our playlist this week. Dude Arena with the solo. <laughs> he has that, definitely has that Dude Arena hair. Mm-hmm. I don't know about the rest of the face, but he's got the Just hair working. Chiseled, rugged, and chiseled. Is the angular? What's going on? What do we got so now? Ne- next band is a Russian band. Ooh, uh, Abyssphere. Is that the name uh, of the band or the song? That's the name of the band, and the song is Episod. Episode. Oh, that, that oh, is this a cover of Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg? <laughs> Next episode, Blian. That would be amazing. <laughs> oh, a bisphere. That's Is this Russian? Oh Russian in place. You gotta tell me what you're saying. Maybe it'll enhance me. I can't really me. make it out. Sid, could you make it out? Yeah, not really. Mm. I just sort of let it wash over me. I wasn't trying too hard to pay attention to the lyrics. Who goes? I would make out like one out of every three or four words. Darren, you go. 
Did they say big and what? I didn't hear that. Uh, okay. Well, you know how I feel about lyrics and not knowing what the lyrics are. I can't really fault them for that because they are singing some lyrics. And they are intelligible. You know? I'm assuming you have a common language with this person singing. You will understand them clearly. I will not detract points from that. Uh, and this, I just love that kind of vocal harmony. Um, that's I'm a big fan of that. Now you mentioned in Flames, Rob. That's a little bit of a cliche, but that's something that like appeals to me. Uh, you know, it's competent, and I can't I can't find any like major flaws with this. I'm not gonna say sit here and tell you I love it, but uh, I didn't hate it. I think it's a 51% thrash. For me, it was it was competent as you said, but it was just boring. Like I didn't. This is nothing I'd ever want to listen to again or like be particularly impressed by. It's pretty derivative. Even their name sounds like it's just a Meshuggah reference. Like they just put a different word in front of sphere. Um, yeah. So yeah, this is this is gonna be another trash for me. Another like this will be like more like a thirty nine percent trash. For me, I think it's fine. The Russian and Flames thing was kind of cute, but there's really nothing that they're offering to me that hooks me in. That, like, like Sid said, that would make me actually want to listen to this again. So, unfortunately, to my comrades, I say sorry, Vladimir Putin. Yeah. But this is a 49% trash. You think Sean Penn ever went to one of their concerts? Well, yeah, he's, he's on the border. He's on the soundtrack of that film that he's making right now. <laughs> All right, now we have something from Bandcamp. Good band. I like them. The band is Avitas? Avitas Sabonis? Saint Avitas? <laughs> so the song is World Breaker. Hmm. Uh, look, oh, more Russian. Look, Machina. It's not Machina. Oh. <laughs> but I don't know. This is cheating a little because it says includes current and ex members of Black Crown Initiate, Intronaut, Invalids, and Job for a Cowboy. So, yeah. Veto. These are talented individuals. But I guess. Yeah, we only want shitty musicians. This is from two years ago. Were they, was this on a record label? No, I think that's a technicality that this thing wasn't on a record label. Like we don't want signed artists. Oh, yet. it was on a record label. Oh, oh, and it was. Oh no, I, I, this, yeah, this is, is a little cheap. A ringer, would, get out of here. Yeah, yeah, this is a ringer. Yeah, because these Bye, are established ringer. artists. Like we're looking for, we're looking for artists that aren't established that, like you know, don't have their foot in the door. And we're that's almost duped. And let's also say, by the way, this isn't the case here. But if we did come across a band that technically put something out on an indie in an indie way or do it yourself way, but they are assigned artists in some other capacity. We don't want that either. Right. Yeah. All right. So moving on, although I do like the artwork, I'm sure I would love, love that. I think I'm sure I've, I've listened to it. This is like the black album. This. Oh, okay. This was probably on your like 2019 top 10 list. And now you completely forgot that it even existed. <laughs> Are you doing a top 10 list this year? Or is there any year end no. stuff happening? There is year end stuff, but I haven't done a top 10 list uh, in a while. 
I don't like urine stuff. I thought you were going to get Sophie Urista it's, back. Yeah, that's right. It's just top 10 brass against videos. <laughs> top 10 people that I owe a gift basket to for how much yeah. traffic they send my website. That, that Our year end urine list. <laughs> send her She's a Swiffer gift basket. Vince Neal is absolutely on there. Uh, who else would be on there this year? Send her some wee wee pants. <laughs> Dave Mustaine, always. Always. I mean, he's got one every year. Metallica, obviously, but I'm trying to think of like unique stories that happen where I'm like, oh, bless your heart for making this. What story. about the chastity uh, penis belt? <laughs> that's personal for Rob. That's not metal yeah, ejection. Dave Ellison. Oh, absolutely. Um, what's his face? Schaefer. John Schaefer. John Sch- oh, my God. Oh, my. He deserves the biggest gift basket. You send him a like- carrot cake with a nail file in it. <laughs> Tim Lim, Tim Limbezes? No, no, we've stopped writing about him now. But he got to set himself on fire. Though, <laughs> That's right. I think that was last David, year. Rob. Oh, was it really that long ago? I think that might have been. Yeah. Mm. All right. Well, moving on with Thrasher Trash It. Uh, here's Conquests of the Insatiable. That's mm. that's uh, how I feel when I'm stoned. Oh, I like I this cover. Food conquests because I am insatiable. I just keep eating. Uh, I do like this cover as well. I agree, but the I don't understand. So the band is they the band called H- Axios. Yeah, they work for HBO. Yeah, it's taken. <laughs> They're going to get copyright struck. And the yeah. song is "Conquest of the Insatiable." Okay, from the album "Beneath the Blood Red Sky." Then now they're trying to get nice. in trouble with you too. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so much copyright infringement just change one word add one letter they think they're skirting the fucking copyright laws it's Fuckers. funny that probably the song will be the most original thing we ever heard they just suck at uh, title I bet it isn't <laughs> trying to be optimistic <laughs> this is Conquests of the Insatiable on Sirius X. This is a tough one. This is like a tightrope because this shit, like, for the first forty-five seconds of that, I was like, "This is the best shit I've ever heard on this <laughs> segment." And then the guy started singing, <laughs> and it's just like, it's it's just, I don't know what word I'm looking for. I just feel like 
whoever this singer is is outclassed by the rest of the band. Like, he's not the worst singer I've ever heard, but it's just like this band is like fucking like killing shit and then the guy just starts singing and it's like they, someone in the band let their nephew sing or something it's just not it's just not it's not holding up the the vocals are not holding up its end of the of the of the bargain here mm-hmm. but i i just love this shit i love the i love the whole motif i love this there's a dude just holding a white claw whatever the fuck holding the bottle of beer <laughs> the apocalypse on over a highway uh, there's like an eclipse happening. There's some fucking skyscrapers are on fire. There's pyramids in the middle of like downtown Chicago. Corpses on a highway. I don't know if like maybe Egypt was sort of like rose up as an entity and left Egypt, left Africa and came to Chicago to like conquer it. Or what are we seeing here? I don't know, but I love it. Is it the Luxor? What'd you say? Sorry. Is it the Luxor? <laughs> the Lu- maybe this oh, is Vegas. Yeah, that's a like closer trip. Apocalyptic Vegas. But I don't know what's happening, and I don't care. It's beautiful. It's great. Everything about it is great, except the vocals suck. So tweak that if you're listening. If you sent us this and you're in the band, keep doing what you're doing. Just politely like kick out the... Have them be the, ten, the manager of the band or something. <laughs> uh, but yes, I, I thrash this. To, to me, this is like uh, Iron Maiden-themed karaoke night in like Queens. <laughs> yes. And the vocals are just too silly. I don't know. I just, for some reason, I picture like Jim Belushi at the mic, rocking <laughs> out with like his tie undone. He just got off of work at like a, a low level, like stock firm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't. The vocals are too, they, they're too silly for me. I have to trash this. He does, uh, he does uh, c- uh, customer relations for E-Trade. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Rob. I was much like you, Darren. I was very much into it for the first minute, <laughs> but then once the vocal kicked in, I'm off board. I hop off the train. I'm sorry. Sounds too much like James Labrie. It's like that type of power metal that I don't really connect with. The, the music is very, very good. I very much like it. Vocals not for me, so I'm sorry. I have to trash. I would have, I would have loved if this sounded like James Labrie. I'm not even that big of a fan, but at least he's a competent. He's yeah, a good he's singer, professional singer. <laughs> that would have elevated this through the roof. They had James Labrie. In fact, get James Labrie. He's not doing shit. He's just doing cameos. Right <laughs> That's now. right. The new lead singer of Axios should be James Labrie. Just get on trick him into thinking it's the like Axios news site, <laughs> and he'll be like, "Oh wow, they want to talk to me," and then just he shows up and. No, it's just a mediocre band. You have to I, I thought you were going to say trick him with the album cover into thinking that the apocalypse is coming and like Egypt <laughs> is merging into Chicago and you have to stop it by recording this album. <laughs> that might work. <laughs> that might work. Well, Axios got one out of three. Yeah. All right. We have one last band for Thrash It or Trash It. And that band is a band Loading. called... Oh. From O. No, no, no. And from O? Chuggo. Chuggo. I already like it. Ah, Oh, look at the name. Look at the name of this song. Ah, come on. I think this is a bit of a change of pace from our usual. This is from the Discord. Is this like a. Come on, guy. (laughs) 
When I step in the place, throw your hands in the sky. Ah, come on, fucking guy. These girls can't have me, and it makes them fucking cry. Ah, is this the B side to that guy. kid rock song? On my way to yeah, don't tell him how to live. Fight. Don't tell Chuggo ah, how to live. Come on, fucking guy. My brothers in the cannon won't get out till next July. Ah, come on, fucking guy. The people are shit. That's how I feel. I'll smash your fucking head. That's how I'm real. Anything you need, that's what I deal. My stomach was empty. That's why it's still. I don't trust nobody. That's why I don't blink. Whatever gets me drunk, that's what I drink. I fuck all day. That's why I stink. Bitches love the Blanco all covered in ink. The kids buy my shit. That's how I get cash. Bitches see the kids buy it. That's how I get ass. I grew up beside a stripper. That's why I'm trash. Remy Martin in my glass. That's how I got class. Rappers got me angry. That's why I'm pissed. They're all fucking garbage. That's why they got this. Their girls come to see me because they can't fuck. You'll never sell records because your rap sucks. I heard your shit come back. Say my Wait, name the with girls the come to see you because the girls can't fuck like or they want lessons? I'm gonna knock out your love tap. You wanna go against Who does he look like? I can't fucking place it. It's killing me. He looks like a sign on your back that says I can't rap. And a bruise on your face that says I can't rap. Oh, I can see that. What's his name? Anthony something? Rob, you're a fan of that guy too. What's that guy's name? The comedian with the no eyebrows. Yeah, yeah. I'll look it up. I'm a fan of his too. I just can't think of his name. What do you think, Derek? Oh, uh, Anthony well, Kerrigan. Anthony Kerrigan. All right, thank you. He looks like Anthony Kerrigan. That's definitely the best thing I can say about this. Uh, this strikes me as something that is very captivating for about eight seconds, and then I get it, and then it loses all its appeal for me. Uh, it's like there's something there, you know. There's like a concept there, but. He doesn't have the charisma to pull it off for an entire like three or four minute song. Do you follow what I'm saying? Yep. I think he's just doing the same thing, the same thing over and over again. And uh, while it's a good idea, you know, I just feel like there's too much of this already. There's like kind of white guy, like ironically being going hard. You know what I mean? And having no rap skills, but like that's the point is that he has no rap skills and he knows it and it's very self-aware. It was probably good the first ten times someone did that, and but it's just all over the internet now. So nothing interesting here. Trash it, Robert. Uh, past the initial giggle, I didn't like this. I'm gonna trash it. I'm gonna trash it too, but I'm just glad to know that the cut your dick off kids are still working and still putting shit out. Good for them. Still plugging away. One of these days they'll have a hit, but this is not that. I can play that, but as the N word in it, I don't know. Yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> Was that what, what were they called? The young murder killers? The young torture young killers? Young torture killers. <laughs> young torture killers. And now they're slightly older torture killers. But wasn't That's we so found old. out that that was like a fictional yeah, parody side yeah. of a movie, right? It wasn't like Very some kids just did that. What movie was it? I forgot. I think it was the Darjeeling Limited. It's <laughs> <laughs> the scene where he puts on a video in his train on the train <laughs> ride, and it's that. 
He's very confused. Oh. <laughs> Adrian Albert. Brody, I think. <laughs> it's an Almodovar film. <laughs> oh boy! So no winners, no, no uh, winners today. No. Sorry, I'll take sorry partial society. <laughs> Episode title. Ain't nobody gonna tell me what band to thrash. By the way, the movie movie was called Helloware. Hello, H E L L A W A R E, featuring Young Torture Killers. That's gonna be our next watch along episode on the Patreon. Oh man, let me show you the trailer. Can we play the trailer? Oh, good God, yeah. yeah. Send me the link. It's like, it looks like just a do it yourself movie. I don't know if it's even that interesting, except for that, that fictional band it looks like a student film it's shot like straight on digital video it's like partners <laughs> yeah it does it's the same cinema cinematography like as partners. the middle america version here it is your song of the year, man. The hook, it's so infectious. What is this? There are these kids that are uh, playing this aggressive music down in rural Delaware. It's sort of an interesting subculture, I guess. Wait, where did you find this? The music's dreadful, but there's something interesting about that dread, you know? They aren't as dark as they think they are, and there's something dark about that. Did we have this guy on the show a few times? How did you remember doing this again? Remember, it's a new experience. It's a broad horizon. Is he really in this? Yeah, the only time I ever got mugged was by a bunch of teenagers. He might be. He's in every everybody's project. We uh, we read about this show online. We're fans of your band, so. What I've been doing lately is shooting this this rap rock group. Whoa. This the trailer, they would not make me want to watch this movie. Oh, exotic. This is the best parts, too, probably. You guys are really great. How did we find this, like, I really appreciate this song from this movie? I don't want to see the photos. I might have to bite the bullet and, and watch this on my own and tell you. I think I think we really should do a watch along of this. Well, that's what I was going to say. I'll, I'll vet it and see if it's worth it or not. Every trust my judgment. Yeah. Or we can all just watch it privately. Darren, are you are trying you to tell us how to live? I'm, I'm <laughs> no, I was trying to help you decide how to live. Ain't meaning. nobody going to help me how to live. <laughs> so you don't have to watch a shitty movie. I thought I was being a good friend. but Okay, you know. that's fair. That's fair. That's fine. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about our Spotify playlist every week. Uh, we each pick a song and we call that the metal injection live cast music break. Instead of actually playing the music break on the show where we get copyright strikes. We just uh, set up a Spotify playlist where you could go through all the music break songs in one sesh or in as many sessions as you want. My, uh, my first pick or the first pick is my pick. Uh, which is Opeth Deliverance 
And the reason I picked it is because I went to see Opeth this past Saturday. I was very excited. Uh, my friend Anthony had a spare ticket for Opeth and Mastodon. And I went and it was phenomenal. It was so good. I've just been really on a streak of fun shows and being reminded of how fun going to concerts can be. Uh, it was at the Hammerstein Ballroom, which is in Midtown, a stone's throw away from Madison Square Garden. It's right around the corner. And man, security was tight. They had uh, metal detectors. They were taking away people's lighters. They were taking away people's paraphernalia. And yet somehow, some way, I snuck in my lighter and my, <laughs> my, uh, my J's. Tuck it under your balls. No, I, I just didn't take him out of my pockets. And the the wand lady was just like, yeah, whatever. Go ahead. <laughs> Bless her heart. Uh, but then once I was inside where I was standing at a great spot. Uh, but I was off to the side and, you know, there's balconies at Hammerstein. And there was a security guard uh, standing at the edge of this balcony. And she was ratting people out who were smoking in the G.A., as if she was getting a commission for each person that she caught. Like it was insane. It was insane because like, I looked on the other side where there was, you know, it's symmetrical. So there's a security guard on the other side. That security guard couldn't give a shit. (laughs) He was just hanging out. This one was like, that one, that one flashing lights. No, no, no. (laughs) You know, so I I ran to the bathroom. Did you really run? I walked quickly to the bathroom <laughs> and I inhaled a joint like like in those cartoons where you just, you know, you see like the cigarette turn to ash, you know, like it's just like one pull and the whole thing. So uh, I smoked it very quickly is what I'm saying. And then uh, I snuck in a smoky smoke in the crowd and two people around me were like, I'm so jealous of you right now. So jealous. I'm like, well, I'm sorry, but I'm not sharing just because of health reasons. It's COVID. Cheap Russia. But it was an amazing show. So if, if it's coming to your town, because I think it was only the fourth day of the tour. So you should definitely go see it. They have a great show. They have a giant video wall for both bands that added so much to the experience. Both had very great visualizers to accompany the music. Macedons were incredibly trippy, which is why I had to re-up my, my joint. You know what I'm saying, Sin? Cheap so, you rush up. Uh, and funny enough, Darren, you picked Macedon. That was your that was your Spotify pick. I did. Right? I, I sometimes have to feel like to justify the fact that I listened to some things that were made after nineteen ninety-two. So I do I do like Macedon a lot, and that's my one time in the, in about a, uh, every six months or so that I will and that's already, by the way, about twelve years old. That album, but I just want to say that's newer than most of the stuff I like. So. It's from this this century, right? Yes. So it was "Blood and Thunder" was the song. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry, I didn't say that. Which was their close? Oh, "Blood and Thunder" is. Oh that, no, it wasn't "Blood and Thunder." No, no, it was "Oblivion." Wasn't what I picked. That's it was "Oblivion." We, we were watching we're, the band called "Blood and Thunder." Thank yeah, that confused me. You know, you picked Oblivion. Oblivion is one of my favorite Mastodon songs. So, uh, oh, wow. I thought, and that's a great album from them. The, the album that yeah, I was on. I really is. like Oblivion. Sid, what did you pick? I picked the song "Head On" by the Jesus and Mary Chain because on Saturday, uh, we took a little day trip down to Philly, 
And one positive thing I have to say about Philly is, man, every single store we went into was playing really good music. I don't know if it was just we were in a cool part of town or what, but it was like Pavement and Sonic Youth mm. and Dandy Warhols and just what built to spill one after the other. But the one that got me bopping my head the most as I watched my wife buy things that we don't need my wife. was... Uh, head on by the Jesus and Mary Chain. Great, great song. Frank Black of the Pixies does a cover of this that's also great, but the original is the best. So that was my choice. Thrash it. Thank you. All righty. <coughs> oh, so that's right. my, that's our Spotify music picks. All of our picks are yours now? Mm-hmm. I Rob owns them. Jerk. He's going to copyright strike the rest of us now. Jerk. Piece of shit. I also want to talk about our Patreon. Our Patreon. Got it. If you like the Metal Injection Livecast, want to show us a little extra support, hit up our Patreon. Patreon.com slash Metal Injection Livecast. Five bucks a month. You get up to two bonus episodes. You get video versions of our free episodes. And a nice little column by Sid. And you get our internal love and affection. Uh, at the top of the month. What was our what was our top of the month? Uh, Vidya. This is the Undertaker movie, maybe? Yes, we did the Undertaker movie. Thank you, Sydney. You're welcome. We, have, uh, we did the Undertaker Choose Your Adventure movie with The New Day on Netflix, which was not a good movie, but <laughs> we had a really fun time watching it. Oh, and yeah. I think you would enjoy watching it. And then our mid-month episode we did a watch along of cube two hypercube which again not very good movie very fun episode yeah uh cube one excellent movie and we did a roundtable discussion on patreon many moons ago which is actually now free go scroll through our social media you could get the link to that free episode or just go to the patreon it's up there yeah and uh, so you can watch that and then watch us suffer through Cube 2. Because Cube 2 told us how to live. Yeah. You can get all the relevant context you need from our discussion of Cube 1, how great it is. And then take that to Cube 2 and, and watch us cry as we sit there yeah. and torture ourselves. Like the yeah, young torture ask, killers. Like, how, could this so much, how could this be so much worse than the first one? They got it so right and they're just... Basically using the same beats, but making it mm. worse. They just took everything good out of, made the same movie without any of the good things in it. Yep. That's on our Patreon. Uh, and, you know, if, if, you, if you're a little strapped for cash, still want to support us, you can do so freely for free without spending any money. All you got to do is like our page on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, on Instagram. And if you can... Leave us a rating and a review on your podcast application of choice. It really helps us out. And we'd love you for it. We would. And I want to also mention our top live cast fans of the week. Now, we have the $5 tier, which is that I just mentioned. For $10, you get everything in the $5 tier. And you get a shout out at the end of the show, which is right now. My voice is completely shot. So if someone can help me out. (laughs) Sid, you never do these. Uh, is there a request in the the kid rock boy in the uh, kid rock rap (laughs) tell me how to live voice i'm probably not (laughs) give me something easier you know my wheelhouses 
They're very Seems small and few and far between. Why don't you just insult everybody? Why don't you just why don't you just read everyone's name as if you're extremely disappointed in them? Eric. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Benjamin. <laughs> El Dutorino, you know what the fuck you did. Dan R. No. Croc Destroyer, I guess. <laughs> Sam, I am. I don't think you are. I don't think you actually are. Mindy <laughs> Mayer's Kippa, uh, probably anti-Semitic. <laughs> I'm going to just go ahead and assume that that that's uh, that's one of those. Jander, you like Chicago-style pizza. Whether that's deep dish or whatever the fuck you insist on calling it in the Discord, still thumbs down. Rob Ganoush, a.k.a. Justin, pick a fucking name. Come on. Pick, pick, pick a side. It's a tongue twister. I, I don't like why. Why you got to twist my tongue? Don't do it. Rob a vampiro. That's a good one. I'm okay with that one. That, one, that one's fun because it makes me think of old school WCW. Hugo likes tacos. I like tacos too, but I spell them with an S at the end. You spell it with a Z at the end for some reason. You think you're cooler than me? Is that what this is? <laughs> Lando Danks. Is that, a, is that like a weed reference that I'm not getting, or is it just like butter? Are we referencing Land O'Lakes? What, what, where are we going with this? LaCroix, you're probably a good guy, but LaCroix is a disgusting beverage, and I can't stand by it. Doug Pigman, that's a great name. I hope that's your actual name because that's just fantastic. I can't say anything bad about that. Who gave Rob the hickey? wasn't me, and so that's all I can tell you. It wasn't me. Spoilers. Scooby Doo 182. Um, yeah, the, you had me until the 182 part. Can't I can't go there with you, Douglas? Who are you, Levison? You know who you are. Don't pretend. You, you know, know who, who the you who you the are. fuck you are. <laughs> Hi guys, it's Josh. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you. Sid. That right. was wonderful. I thought cool. for sure you would not have anything bad to say about Shashur Shashusets because it's like making fun of Rob saying something. I suppose, but I wanted to just get to on the merits of the the person and not dig too deep into the context to try to forgive them. Martin G in the YouTube chat asks, Sid, can I get an ugh? Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> a new organic ugh. Ugh. <laughs> ugh. All right, well. Thank you so much Hurt for up. listening in. And uh, I know we uh, last week talked about changing our name. Mm-hmm. And uh, we asked you for suggestions. Uh, we're still uh, still open, but I think we're pretty much settled. And I think, I think next week you might be hearing um, what what we're doing. So, so stick around. There's going to be some fun little changes. But for the most part, the, sh- the show is going to be the same. Just we might be calling. We're going to be calling it something else, yeah. and adding a few fun things, mm-hmm. like uh, going to be calling Poochie. it late Poochie's for dinner. Be, what Poochie? Poochie's our new fourth mic. Oh, oh, sorry, he went back to his home planet. <laughs> oh, we lost Poochie. <laughs> All right, well, that's a reference that. fit for that Kid Rock song. Ain't <laughs> <laughs> no Poochie gonna tell me how to live. <laughs> Yeah. All right. On that note, thank you as always for listening. Thank you to Kid Rock. (laughs) Oh, come on. No. I mean, you provided us with a lot of comedy on this show. Thank you to all all the artists from Thrasher to Trasher and the the friends of theirs that submitted them. 
And thank you to you, Sid and Darren. I love yeah, you. Welcome. Oh, the feeling you can is tell mutual. me how to live. I can. No. <laughs> I'm gonna get it. Get rid of that low angle shot. What are you doing? <laughs> <over there? laughs>